Jesus said, Let your light shine before others, so that they may see your good works, and give glory to your Father who is in heaven. Every good endeavor is a gift from God. Here on Faith Marketplace Radio, you'll be inspired, equipped, and encouraged in your work as you hear business leaders share how their faith impacts their work. Joining us every Saturday at noon on AM 1160, Hope for Your Life. For Faith Marketplace Radio, here's Marketplace veteran and your host, Bob Lambert. Hey, good Saturday afternoon out there, everybody. Welcome to Faith Marketplace, where we equip individuals, entrepreneurs, small business owners with resources plus community to make a kingdom impact for our glory and our mighty God while gaining inspiration from marketplace leaders. I'm Bob Lambert, your host, uh, and also the founding partner of the Samurai Business Group. We offer entrepreneurs, individuals, small mid-market companies, and their teams advanced business development and sales skills. Most of our clients report that they have doubled or tripled their top-line revenue within 12 to 18 months of having us work with them. At the Samurai Business Group, we put the win back in your sales. And today is a very special day for, for Faith Marketplace because this is what I've been teasing you about, some exciting new things that we're going to be doing. And that's what this show is going to be about because I have two very special guests that we're going to be talking about this, and we're going to be letting you know about the exciting things and a collaboration that has come together. So first I want you to be introduced to Colleen Burrs. She is the COO of Ambassadors for Business out of Rosemont, Minnesota, and also Bob Wilbanks, which is the founder of that organization, Ambassadors for Business, again, out of Rosemont, Minnesota. And both of them today are my guests, uh, and we're going to talk to you about a very special thing that's going to happen. I've been excited about this. It's been coming for quite a while, and now it's the manifestation of that today, and we're going to kick it off. So welcome, Colleen and Bob. Hey, thank you, Bob. I'm surrounded by Bobs today. <laughs> yeah, so. there you go. Yeah, we, we're, we're, taking, we're taking over, Colleen. It's, it's the Bobs <laughs> against Colleen today. Actually, we're all one big happy team, aren't we? Yeah, we, we are. We sure are. <laughs> we are so excited to be with you today, too, Bob. This yeah. is awesome. Uh, thank you. And it's reciprocal because they've invited me onto their podcast, too, guys. So I'm going to have a double header coming up here within a week. But uh, first of all, let's lead off with you, Colleen, because you're really kind of at the tip of the spirit and right immersed in all of the cool things. But I want to give our audience a little bit of background about Colleen. Did you come out a bouncing baby girl, Christian girl? I was fortunate in that I was born to Christian parents. I have a godly heritage, a great grandfather, uh, I think on both sides that uh, weren't, weren't full-fledged preachers, but they did a lot of preaching and a lot of um, uh, extending the faith within their community. Um, church builders, you know, I think back in those days, churches had, um, the, the pastors had to have their income coming from some other source, and then they'd preach on Sunday. So I've got that on my mom's side of the family <laughs> okay. and a good Christian heritage on my dad's side. Okay, I was fortunate to have been the first baby born in the church uh, after it was built, my dad being one of the charter members there. And uh, I like to say when um, uh, if the church was open, we were there, whether it was Sunday morning, Sunday night, Wednesday night, youth group, no matter what it was. And if it wasn't open, we had the keys. Well, you're like a PK then, right? A pastor's kid with that kind not, of depth. Not quite, but uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. I uh, became a Christian when I was uh, almost six years old. Probably, possibly some of your viewers might know uh, the, um, the, the, the touring group that 
was uh, based in the Chicagoland area was uh, Louis and Phil Palermo. And they visited my hometown church every summer and they brought their uh, ventriloquist puppet with oh my that goodness. explained the gospel and <laughs> oh, helped wow. me understand at a very young age. Oh my goodness, yeah. Well, I'm not a native of Chicago, so I don't really know particularly, but I know of those traveling troops that were going around at one time and yep. musical groups also and how they would uh, share the gospel with, through music, you know. Uh, of course, we call yep. that worship now, but yep. those are whole, you know, uh, events that they put on, and quite quite impressive from what I understand. So, uh, yeah, and I know Louie and Phil did a lot of singing with their wives, and and uh, uh, the thing that has always kind of struck me is the fact that a puppet explained the gospel to me, <laughs> I love it. and it it just goes to show <laughs> that you need to explain to people and meet them where they're at with their level of understanding, and I I yeah. offer that as a as a word of encouragement to others that. Help people try try to put yourself in their shoes to understand what they might understand. Yeah, boy, well said. Well said. I think sometimes we forget to look at it through the eyes of the other person. And, of course, through the eyes of a child, right? I mean, I love mm-hmm. it when we can get childlike again and back to those roots because kids are so terribly honest, you know, straightforward and literal, right? <laughs> and mm-hmm. sometimes that gets lost. Now, you didn't have any wandering years, did you? Oh, unfortunately, I did have some. I know God watched over me through through the times that I, uh, um, I, I can't say that I stepped back in my faith, but I made some choices that mm-hmm. I knew were rebellious and came back around and asked for forgiveness and had to pick up some of the pieces and, and deal with the consequences. And uh, uh, that is uh, another lesson that I would offer is, you know, <laughs> When you make your choices in the world, you can be forgiven for those choices, but you still have to deal with the consequences of them. So try yeah. to make good, godly choices. Well, he won't steer you wrong. Well said. Well said. Well, that was that's a great sequitur into uh, to Bob because I know Bob's never fallen off the tracks at all, right, Bob? No, smooth sailing. <laughs> you know, always just uh, all about board and, and things just really crunchy, crunchy clean. Yeah, right. right. So, <laughs> no, come on. Uh, hey, did you go out about some? I can't remember your uh, faith background. Was did you come, born into a Christian family? Uh, yes, okay. definitely. Uh, I I accepted Christ when I was eight. Uh, you know, my the interesting thing I think in that first formative years, those first eight years of my life, my my dad was a naval aviator, mm. and I uh, was I was literally I was born in Maryland, uh, in Annapolis, uh, Maryland, uh, and then within six months we were moved out to Newfoundland, uh, and uh, spent I think it was close to a year there. Uh, and then went back to Texas, which is where my my parents were originally from. Uh, spent about four or five years there, and then were uh, stationed out in Japan for two years during the Vietnam conflict. Mm. And so uh, I always like to tell people, you know, my my dad, he was uh, a reconnaissance uh, pilot, uh, flew a, a plane called a Willie Victor, uh, and. Uh, when he decided, he, he got to his 10 years uh, in the Navy, and he decided to retire uh, out, uh, his plane was actually shot down uh, six months after he left. So wow. many of his Navy buddies uh, perished. Oh, and, my goodness. Uh, it, it kind of a sad note, you know, to uh, otherwise really kind of distinguished career that he had. It really hurt him, yeah. you know, to have most of his friends uh, that he built, you know, all those relationships with over the years uh, disappear like that. Right. And uh, I just remember he really, they sunk into their faith pretty deeply. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, and we 
we, when we first got back up here, we, we came to the Twin Cities. He, he caught on with Northwest Airlines, uh, was, was the name of the uh, airlines back then. It's now right. Delta. Right. Uh, and uh, when, when, he, when we moved here to the Twin Cities, you know, it's kind of a typical pilot situation uh, where, you know, a lot of travel, mm -hmm. we, with the neighborhood we, we ended up living in, uh, a lot of people from uh, the airlines were in it. And uh, you could say there was a little bit of partying going on here and there. You know? <laughs> and uh, it, I just remember there was one night where my mom and dad had what seemed to be a, a pretty heated uh, uh, discussion. Okay. <laughs> uh, late at night, I remember waking up and hearing some yelling and things like that. And uh, I, I got up the next morning and they didn't get up until really late. And... All of a sudden, everything changed. There was a, a decision they made that we can't keep living this lifestyle and raising our kids. Mm. Uh, and they made a commitment to the church. Okay. And within about a year of uh, us going to church, very similar to kind of what Colleen was going through. I mm -hmm. feel like the pastor's kid, PK. Yeah. Uh, that's um, We lived at the church. I mean, wow. it was just, uh, we were there 24-7, it seemed, at least to a kid's eyes. Sure. And that's where I accepted Jesus. And for wow. me, you know, it was one of those things where uh, I dove right in. Uh, I, I lived it out as only a kid could mm -hmm. until I was about 15. And then mm -hmm. I found girls and sports and, oh uh, you know, a, a lot of the things that go on in high school. Uh, uh, and once I, I uh, got out of high school and got into to college, I, I really enjoyed uh, the business side of things, ended up leaving school early uh, to uh, jump into the business uh, side of things. And I, I really bought into that American dream. Yeah. And everything to me was all about the monetary side of things. Yeah. I wanted the big house, the big cars, yeah. you know, the well, nice trips, the, wear the nice clothes, all that. Uh, but at the same time, my, my first wife and I popped out three kids really quickly. <laughs> and, and so we were always struggling with that. Mm -hmm. And then you throw in an alcohol issue uh, okay. where I had a tendency, a propensity to overdo it. Right. And you got a, just a recipe for disaster. So yeah. my whole adult life was just, I like to call it just being a miserably saved Christian. <laughs> you know, I'm Christian, you know, but don't look at the way that I'm, I'm living out my life, yeah. you know. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, I got my get out of jail free card back here. Well, we and, uh, you know, the rest of the story, probably a little bit too long for our segment yeah, that we have exactly. here. But praise God, you know, uh, uh, just God was always with me, even though yep. I was straying away from him. And, uh, you know, I really sought his face, uh, starting with uh, the day that uh, I really got convicted to, to quit drinking which was uh, back in 2012. Yeah, we're going and, to cover that uh, in a little bit because okay? that's leading yep. into the next segment as to what the foundational Amen. stuff was that you guys have put together there. And, uh, you know, it's it's a fascinating story, folks, and you're going to understand why uh, I am so thrilled and excited about the collaboration and the partnership that we've, we've made here. So we're going to get into that in the next segment. So I want you to... Uh, Think about that. Also, I want to uh, thank somebody special, a uh, gentleman that has a company called In Studio, which is working on our new website. We're re re revamping the website. You can go see some exciting, really neat stuff on there, which also ties into Bob and Colleen. So uh, we're going to be back with that and give you a, I'm going to tease you a little bit. you got to stay tuned in here for this so we can get the big announcement today, the big reveal, as we call it, uh, where uh, Minneapolis and Chicago are coming together. And uh, all for the kingdom and some just fabulous things that we got going. I'm just excited as heck about that. 
But you want to get out there to uh, our resources. That website is going to be changing as uh, probably about the time when you get this uh, this message. It will be changing for the new stuff. So get out there and check us out at faithmarketplace.com. We're going to be right back with Bob and Colleen. This is Chicagoland's place to inspire, equip, and encourage Christian business leaders. Faith Marketplace Radio. Hey, we're back here with my special guest, which I'm thrilled to announce. Uh, we're going to have an announcement here on the show today. Uh, Bob Wilbanks, who is the founder of Ambassadors for Business, and Colleen Burrs, the COO of Ambassadors for Business. They're out of Rosemont, Minnesota, which is part of the Twin Cities. And uh, Bob, let's start off with you. Basically, God led you up to this point. So why don't you just tell our audience briefly, you know, all these different iterations, you're a serial entrepreneur and some other things you've done that really brought you to this point to form ambassadors for business. Yeah. So, you know, to, to kind of backtrack a little bit, you know, as my professional life unfolded, I had all these meteoric rises to the top of business. And uh, it would happen whether I was working with large uh, corporations, I'd end up uh, being at least up in like regional management levels, if not all the way up into the C-suite uh, or starting up my own businesses like a payroll service bureau here in the Twin Cities called Payday of Minnesota, uh, several uh, uh, real estate endeavors that went on. Uh, and I would always have this propensity for being able to get to the very top of what what I was doing uh, and and uh, to be able to, to gain quite a bit of market share and and have success uh, only to uh, find a way to blow it all up because of my, most of the time because of my drinking habit, habits mm. and patterns that I had. Uh, and uh, I, would, I would just overdo it mm. uh, at, at exactly the wrong time around the wrong people. And so I'd lose their trust, I'd lose their faith. And the next thing I would know, uh, I'd be asked to either step down or leave uh, those organizations. Uh, I also lost my first marriage uh, back in 1997. Uh, it was kind of a, one of those watershed years where I got divorced, sold my payroll company, and had three knee injuries. Mm. And so during that period of time, uh, I'm professionally broken, I'm personally broken, uh, I'm professionally broken, and then I'm spiritually broken because I tell God where to go. Mm. Um, uh, w- when I when I get physically broken at the end there with the, the third knee injury that year. And literally, I'm laying on my back and I'm telling God where to go. And mm-hmm. it's just, you know, I, I think back to that. I, I spent this next probably six, eight months in just complete darkness. Uh, and then I met my second wife, Barb, and uh, she really started me back on the path towards becoming a better man. Mm-hmm. And one thing led to another. God even sent uh, church plant pastors next to live next door to us. Uh, <laughs> I, I like to bring that into the equation because he took the time to get to know me well enough to right. encourage me to read the Bible in a year, which led to my transformation over a period of like 10 years of going through the Bible year after year after year. I finally was convicted to where I needed, I knew I needed to quit drinking. Mm. And we don't have time for right. the entire story, but basically when, when that happened, uh, it, it was just one of those moments where I looked up to God and said, would you please take this from me? Mm. And I knew immediately that he did. Yep. And, and from that moment forward, I've just been convicted. And, and uh, I mean, I, I just seek his face on all that I do, mm-hmm. right? And as I really in, got myself entrenched in my faith, I was like, oh my gosh, 
this whole thing with the fruit of the spirit, you know, starting to be unleashed in me because of an intimate relationship that ends up being built with with Jesus Christ through his word. And, and it opens up the door to this intimate relationship with Father God that, oh my gosh, now this fruit of the spirit is just being dumped out from me. Mm. I want others to know about that. How yeah. can I, how can I share this message? And it, to me, it was in the marketplace. And so that's when Ambassadors for Business really came forth. Uh, you know, I thought, where am I going to connect with people? Uh, it, it, well, it's where they're working. It's where they spend a majority of their life. Right. And I really wanted to target that that miserably saved Christian. <laughs> you know, the, the person that was like me. Yeah. And, and just saying, hey, look, it's okay to be Christian. Yeah. We can we can come together. We can encourage one another. We can pray. We, we you know we can be salt and light out in our communities. Right. And so that's what this has all been about for all these years. And, and how long uh, ago was that, Bob? When when did when did you get the epiphany happen? It, it started back in 2016. Okay. We became a nonprofit uh, January of 2017. Okay. Uh, you know and. Uh, there were many, uh, you know, uh, moments. I, I, the one I would like to just call out, and then we can probably turn it over to yeah, Colleen right. um, uh, on some of the things that are going on here. It was when I received that acronym of equipping. Hmm. And that was in April of 2017. Uh, those of you that have, you know, started up businesses or companies or been part of nonprofits, you know what I mean by, you know, way too much month left at the end of the money. Yep. And and that had been going on quite a bit yep. from the time that I'd started the organization. And I was really frustrated. And I, I, I had one of those days where uh, on my way back home after being out in the field for uh, the, the entire morning and having not a whole lot of success, uh, I was having a pretty good conversation, heated conversation with God on the way back <laughs> and uh, back home. And uh, I just heard that I needed to really unplug and just mm -hmm. seek him. And that's what I did. So for the next 24 hours, I fasted, I prayed, uh, a lot of walks, a lot of praise music, things like that. And when I woke up the next day, uh, it, it, it was uh, to his voice saying, Bob, it's not to equip, which was our, our, our uh, mission statement at the time was, to equip Christians to walk boldly in faith as we connect them to do business more efficiently and effectively. Mm -hmm. I heard him say, Bob, it's not to equip, it's equipping. Mm -hmm. And equipping is an acronym for engage, question, understand, identity, principles, purpose, integrate, network, and grow. Wow. <laughs> and I just, I, I froze. And, and from that moment forward, that is what we based everything on. It's the ambassador commitment, which as Colleen alluded to earlier, is to meet people where they're at to help yeah. them engage in a more intimate relationship with Jesus Christ so they can ask life's big questions and gain the understanding that their identity is in him right once they get that they can build their principles on the solid rock and foundation of the Bible discover their true purpose in life and begin to integrate with society as the salt and light God intended them to be yep. building out not only their network but the network for the kingdom and growing in all aspects of their life. Absolutely. So that's why they're here, uh, why we're here. That's that's what we do. Well said, Bob. Colleen, you know, one of the things that you shared also was a quote, and I think that really is a great segue into this and you coming into the organization. What's that quote that you, you like? The quote that I just really enjoy is, you're the only Jesus that some may ever see. And it actually, it comes from an old song. Um, I know the Imperials did it back in, I don't know, 70s or early 80s, somewhere mm -hmm. around that time frame. Um, but it is a reminder that, you know, people 
aren't out there looking for one more thing to do. They don't need to get up early on a Sunday morning and fight with the family to get them dressed to show up at a church where they may or may not hear something that has any relevance in their life. Mm. But if we act in the way Jesus acted, if we follow his model, if we meet people where they're at, you know, be that ventriloquist to meet the child where they are uh, at their understanding level or wherever they may be um, in the marketplace, you know, like Bob says, the people are out there. That's where they're spending the majority of their time. Right. And where I see the failure of um, understanding is that people are, um, they, they disconnect from the thought that uh, churches for Sundays only yes. and the rest of the week I'll wake up and I, you know, hit the snooze on my faith on Monday morning when I go to church uh, and that pastors and missionaries are really the only ones who are the ministers out there. No, the fact is that if we're a believer in Jesus, we are ministers of the gospel and we need to carry that just as Jesus did, just as the people of his, in his disciples, uh, they brought that, through you know, uh, through their work, their ministry, mm-hmm. yep. um, you know, one of the disciples was still a tent maker, and he traveled as a missionary long after Jesus uh, ascended to heaven. Yep. He still remained in that career, yeah, and used that as a platform to reach other people. We well, can know, follow one, that. One of the things I love, which you shared, also is kind of these key takeaways that you want the listeners uh, to do today. So. Uh, why don't we share those with the audience, which you uh, which you wrote in there? Uh, the key takeaways that yeah. I hope people would come away with today is that uh, you are a minister no matter where you are serving. Mm-hmm. You need to um, open your ho- your spirit to what God would have you say and do and how to act and uh, reflect on uh, what you're being called to, mm-hmm. uh, you know, don't become uh, callous to the Holy Spirit speaking into your life. Right. Hear what he has to say. And I think the whole theme around the ambassadors for business, because I really want to get into that in the next segment and really put some, some substance to this as to what this really is, is I love this. Having like-minded believers uh, will help you by confirming your influence or by challenging you. I as iron sharpens iron. And uh, that's what I see with this, uh, what, what you guys have created up there in uh, Minneapolis. Now, this is a, a, a uh, community-wide program that they've done, folks, and I'm going to let them explain a, little, a lot more here in this next segment as to what does that really mean? What are the kind of things, the resources and the things that they brought together? And this thing has been vetted, been vetted out now, Bob, for about five years, right, up there in Minneapolis? The, the Ambassadors for Business? Yes, it has. We've, uh, you know, we've we've gone through, uh, you know, a, quite a, a, an evolution uh, through this period right. of time, and and you know that the 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 whole concept that we have of connectivity with our with our people, and you know, bringing forth uh, both uh, the thrive communities and these G seven networking groups, they just work in concert with one another to to help people drive business and yep. interact with each other, you know, with kind of an iron sharpening iron environment. You bet. So, folks, you got to stay tuned because, boy, you, you haven't heard anything yet. We're going to really let you understand what this, why I'm so thrilled about this connection, this partnership that we've created, both for Ambassadors for Business and also, as Bob 
tipped a little bit there, called a program called G7. And boy, I am really excited to tell you a little bit about what we got going on both of these down here in Chicago. So stay tuned. In the next segment, we're going to be back talking to Bob and Colleen about Ambassadors for Business and G7. This is Chicagoland's place to inspire, equip, and encourage Christian business leaders. Faith Marketplace Radio. Hey, we're back here with my special guests, uh, Bob Wilbanks and Colleen Burrs, uh, both with Ambassadors for Business out of Rosemont, uh, Minnesota, part of the Twin Cities. And Colleen, we're going to start out with you as to, let's really give these listeners, what is Ambassadors for Business and what is it they can kind of expect uh, but being a part of that? When I talk to new people, one of the things that always comes up in conversation, one of the first things people ask is, what do you, or who, what's your name? That's usually the first question. And mm-hmm. what do you do? Yep. And what I find is that gives me an opportunity to explain what ambas- Ambassadors for Business is all about. We are a faith-based organization, a nonprofit that is all about connecting faith and work. Mm-hmm. If you're in Uh, If you are a believer, you are in ministry. It's not left up to the pastors and the missionaries to be that uh, responsible uh, person for bringing other people into the kingdom. It's up to each one of us as individuals. And so as an organization, what we do is we have a lot of tools and resources and gatherings, big events. Um, We have wonderful online resources that uh, partner ministries have uh, offered resources that they have Mm -hmm. to train each other Uh, we are we are um we i would say we could be viewed as the hub where people come together to share their faith and learn things to build themselves to build each other in uh business with biblical insight and practices a lot of the things that we have to offer uh again i I said uh, we have partner ministries that share resources with us we have thrive connections throughout the communities and what those are are kind of a, a mid mid-sized group that comes together on a monthly basis they'll bring in a keynote speaker who can talk about business topics from a biblical perspective we have wonderful online resources uh, we have keynote speakers that um, we can um, connect with other organizations that might be looking for a keynote and one of the things we're bringing in to uh, improve on that capacity Uh, In the upcoming year, we are on a brand new LMS platform, Learning Management System, and uh, the keynote speakers would be able to sample some of their content on there and build out some of their education courses. We're really excited about the possibilities that that's bringing our way. We also have currently a business directory. So if someone's looking for, say, a plumber or a barber or different uh, realtor, painter, whatever the business is, uh, you can list your business in that directory and look for, excuse me, other um, other businesses that are affiliated with our organization. And one of the biggest things I say that we rec- um, that we are known for is our networking. We yeah. are there to watch each other's backs, help each other build, uh, mentor each other, support each other, pray for each other. We have one group um, that, in particular, lends us uh, prayer support 
every week I send out a new email to them saying, these are the things we are praying for this week. Would you pray mm-hmm. over these? Uh, support us financially if you can. That's, you know, but the big, big covering there with uh, that group we, we call Mighty Warriors. Yeah, and I love they that. They are our prayer warriors that, that, go before the throne on our behalf now you talked about the, efforts you talked about these thrive groups and I, I want to put a little bit of uh, you know understanding around that those are kind of geographically located around the Twin Cities right so it's it's Correct. mainly done Correct. so people can be close to their community and, and close by being able to come to one of these events right yep uh, yep and, and then a lot of those will uh, if they're centrally located to each other a lot of those will pool together um, on a fairly regular basis for a what we term a big event mm, where we will yeah. bring in a speaker and uh, invite additional people from within those communities. Yeah, and you're going to have one of those coming up. My friends, uh, we do. Jim and Martha Rangenberg out of uh, I Work For Him. I, I love to see those guys are going to be up there in person, aren't they? Uh, doing one of those yep, events for they're you? They're here yeah. a week from tomorrow. So September, Oh wow. Uh, well, let's see. Um, they are here September 9th. Okay. Now, do you ever yeah, video don't those? Con- confuse those, the dates there. Yeah. Do you uh, video those events uh, so that you put those up online that people can enjoy that? That one no? is not no? planned to be video. So okay. we, if uh, people are interested in that one, they'll need to be there live. But tickets are okay. still available. Okay. That's great. If, if your audience knows people in the Twin Cities and they're looking for a, a really great event, it's right. a lunch and learn event. It uh, goes over. Uh, about an hour and a half, I think, is what we have scheduled with them, and mm-hmm. they will cover some great topics, and we've got um, workbooks and materials uh, that people can take home and learn more. Yeah, I, I'm so excited for you for that. Uh, just give them a little insight into the big events, because you've had several of those big events. What? Just name off a couple of big events that you've had. Uh, one of the big events we held last spring was a uh, it was a fundraiser event for our organization, but it was also a way for our people to meet each other. It was called Swing into Summer. Mm-hmm. We had a, a group come and perform as the Andrews Sisters, and they did yeah. a fabulous job performing for us. Yeah, uh, we've got a conference coming up in November. Uh, Kingdom at Work is uh, coming up from Texas and sending a couple of their top people uh, to present in a one-day workshop. We've got other events planned for next year, which uh, people have to check back and see what all we have coming their way. There you go. And then and a big golf event too, right? Have you done the golf event yet or not? Uh, The golf event we have coming up on September 21st. Okay. that is just a very small group. I okay. think we're limited to 20 people on that. Okay. But you get the idea of scope of this, folks, you know, what they're, they're talking about. So it's bringing community together locally. Uh, these events are fabulous. I had the privilege and the honor of, of attending them. And uh, I can tell you, they are fabulous. Uh, now, that leads into the question here, Bob, which is the mystery subject here of what we're talking about from the standpoint of something else that's near and dear to my heart right now, and that's why I'm so excited. Why don't we share with them G7 and what that means? Yeah, so G7 networking is something that came out of the, really manifested itself out of COVID. Mm-hmm. Uh, we initially, when I started the organization back in 2016, my concept was to get out and create a Christian networking environment in a for-profit sector. Mm-hmm. And uh, after uh, four or five months of doing that, uh, my my cohorts that were around me were saying, Bob, we really think this needs to go nonprofit. Mm-hmm. And then as time went on, 
we kind of got away from the networking theme and really found out what God wanted from ambassadors for business, which was, you know, to, to connect faith and work and mm-hmm. to be out there helping people understand it's okay to be Christian. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, so now we have these thrive events, we have big events where mm-hmm. we don't have any networking groups that are going on, but we kept surveying our, our uh, members and what the number one reason people were showing up was they wanted to do some networking. <laughs> Imagine <laughs> so, that. <laughs> I, you know, COVID hits and we, we lose the ability to do these big events, which mm-hmm. were really what was providing the oxygen, the, the revenue stream to mm-hmm. keep this, uh, this engine running. And uh, I, I'm, I'm once again driving. I, I do a lot of thinking when I'm driving uh, and, and praying and, and so forth. And, and I just, I'm having that conversation with God. And, and I'm like, what are we going to do now? And I, I heard uh, the original iteration of this was G5 networking. Mm-hmm. I heard G5 networking. And I'm like, oh, no, you know, that didn't work. We never could scale the groups. You know, mm-hmm. we, we didn't have the infrastructure in place. We didn't have the training. I just heard him say it will now. And, and I thought, well, but there's that sticking point in the middle, because what we used to do is we had God in the middle of G5 networking was tell us what you uh, tell us what God has been doing in your life since the last time we got together. Mm-hmm. Well, once you get 10 people around a round table and you ask that question, the meeting's pretty much over. <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. So uh, we, we, we had a problem with the way the meeting was set. And, okay. and I just heard a, a voice say, testimony. Mm -hmm. And I thought, oh my gosh, that's it. If we put a a God story, one of the members God stories or their testimony Mm -hmm. in the middle of this thing, it's going to work. And as time went on, we added another couple G's because what G7 networking is all about is driving business for the members that are part of it. Mm -hmm. So we have to measure what we want to manage. So we added a G called grade where Mm -hmm. we grade what's going on. And then we also added a G for grow. You know, mm. because we, we want to make sure we're providing an environment where people can grow personally, professionally, and spiritually. Okay, so G7 Networking, primary purpose is to grow the business of the people that are members of G7. Uh, but the seven Gs of the meeting ensure that we end up with a very well-rounded meeting that accomplishes that result. We go through gospel first, mm-hmm. so gospel and prayer. Uh, then we we hit group introductions, and that's just something a short introduction from the individuals, just uh, telling us something personal about themselves, right. not an elevator pitch. Right. Then grade, which is kind of the metrics, how we doing, mm-hmm. uh, how we doing on referrals and closing business and so forth, and then recognize the leaders of the group that are doing something there. Then I mentioned before, God in the middle, kind of the God story from one of the members, the grow portion where we get you know five to ten minute little window on personal, professional, or spiritual growth, and then get and give. What's your get? That's where that elevator pitch kind of comes in. What's the ask? What referrals would be good for you? And once you've heard all of that, then the give is how can you help other people in the group? And the model of the group is really grow by giving. So, you know, come prepared to give to other people in the group. If you set your target on helping two or three other people before you leave, and the whole group has that mindset, Man, just think what can happen. Yeah. So that's G7 Networking. Absolutely. And I'm proud to announce that 
G7 has come to Chicago. We have our first group started here. As of uh, this broadcast, we have 10 members now in that group up in Libertyville, my hometown. I am just thrilled with the leadership and the folks that have come around this. And uh, we've got some big plans here in Chicago for that, folks. And we're going to be talking about that in the future. You're going to be hearing a lot more about that. Uh, This is very exciting. What Bob didn't talk to me about, and we'll get into it maybe a little bit in the next segment, is the app that they've developed. And boy, is that fabulous. That's what, you know, that's where I bought in because it's already baked. It's already done. And all I had to do was just reach out to some of my friends, uh, Christian business leaders and so on and so forth to let them know what we're doing. And there's nothing like it. That's why I am so excited about this. There's nothing like it out there. And this thing is going to explode all across the country. So I'm going to be back again here uh, for our next segment with our special guest, Bob Wilbanks and Colleen uh, Burrs. And we're going to talk a little bit about uh, a little bit more about that. But we got a mystery subject, so you got to come back. You got to hear it, okay? This is Chicagoland's place to inspire, equip, and encourage Christian business leaders. Faith Marketplace Radio. Hey, we're back here again with Bob Wilbanks and Colleen uh, Burrs with Ambassadors for Business out of the Twin Cities, Minnesota. And I forgot to do something for you, so I'm going to do this real quick here. Uh, you have to text me at 312-210-0603. And Bob and Colleen have given us a special gift today called the 10 Ideas for Sharing Your Faith at Work. So you put in the keyword connect. So you text me at 312-210-0603 with the keyword connect. And we're going to get you those 10 ideas for sharing your faith at work. Now, I told you we're going to have a mystery subject today. So what we've decided on is how the pieces and the parts of what you've heard about some of Ambassadors for Business and G7, how those all come together to shape one thing. And I'm going to start off with Colleen to tell us your ideas on that as to how you see that as a representation for Ambassadors for Business, Colleen. Well, Bob, when I look at my own life, I kind of feel like it's a giant jigsaw puzzle. I have so many different um, life experiences, talents, um, hard hardships that I've come through, you know, just this vast array, as I think probably most, most people go through different things. And when you look at them as separate pieces, they all seem kind of disjointed. Mm-hmm. But when you start to look at the pieces and you pull them together uh, in in like the 30,000 foot view, you go, oh yeah, I see how that hardship there equipped me so that I would be able to overcome it at a future point down the road. And I see how, uh, uh, for for instance, in my own life, figuring out how to work on a home building project uh, equipped me to be able to translate those skills over to um pulling an event together, you know, making right. the contracts with right. the vendors, all these things that seem so unrelated, but they flow together in the end. Right. And uh, I think God uses that in our lives mm-hmm. uh, to, to be able to overcome different circumstances or to be able to present his word in different ways to the the people that we meet. And I think the more open we are, life becomes more like a, a patchwork quilt that's, you know, beautiful, beautiful pieces that are represented. 
Okay. Help, does that make sense to you? Yeah, and that's what really the concept of AFB is, because as you shared with me before, it's not to disenfranchise people and, and you know try to set up a little fiefdom on your own. It's really inclusive, right? To bring all these different Very things much together. So. Yep, it's it's not a uh, Christians out there, each of us having our own ministries, being in competition with each other. Right. I, I remember years ago, I heard the phrase, you know, Christians are the only warriors that shoot their own wounded. And <laughs> I don't want to be a sniper in this world. I love that. Because, you know, and also uh, bringing these disparate parts together into a whole that made a lot of sense, you know, uh, uh, particularly like with G7, Bob, you know, uh, I think Colleen said it best, you know, as to, you know, what is the relationship between a painter? a realtor and all that stuff. So why don't you give your viewpoint on that as far as uh, how do we bring these parts together and what, how does it make a whole? Yeah, we've always had a vision of the, well, what, what happened with me when I first started this, I'll just circle back for a second, uh, was I, I, being that type A type person, I was like, wow, this could be an umbrella over yeah. so much stuff. Right. And, and and the Lord was like, yeah, there you are again. You know, where's that humility that I've been trying to teach you? Get on your knees, get in the dirt, and get down there and start tending the soil. Right. And I kept hearing, tend the soil, tend the soil, tend the soil. And I, I don't know. I, I couldn't quite figure out where that where that was coming from. But the vision that that ended up coming out of that was that we're, we're really trying to tend that soil and create that fertile ground where business, church, ministry, and people all come together in that fertile ground, and that's where we see that 30, 60, and 100-fold return. Right. So as it relates to G7, uh, G7 networking groups are closed groups. So right. you end up with one person per category. Uh, so you have like one CPA, one attorney, you know, uh, one realtor, one mortgage broker, that type of thing. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, as people come together, a lot of times, if they haven't really done networking before, they, they see the people in the group and they go, oh, there's really nobody in this group that I do business with. Right. And I'm like, well, that's not the point of networking. The right. point of networking is to build trustworthy relationships yep. with the people within your group. Yep. And every person knows at least 250 other people yep. on average that their opinion or their referral carries weight mm -hmm. with that individual. Yep. So if you can get to know the other people in your group well enough and they trust you well enough to share their sphere with you, mm -hmm. you now just had, you just unlocked a never ending lead supply of right. qualified quality leads yep. uh, from others in your group. So that's the concept behind G7 and how that connects up. And by yeah. building those trusting relationships, we also experience that iron sharpening iron experience that we all know helps us grow. Yeah, and that's why I got excited about that because, as I said, there's nothing like this that I'm aware of. There's secular groups out there like this, but not anything that's overtly Christian. And where you've got, again, believers coming together because that's the common denominator, that you can share your faith, faith openly in a group of other believers and also use business as a ministry and be getting instructions on how to do that, how to walk that out. Because, you know, the average business owner, business contact knows 1,500 people. You know, when you think about the vendors and the employees and, and uh, their customers, that's, that's bigger than most churches. So look at what, you know, what you have there. But again, it's about the walk. It's not about going out there and proselytizing and beating people over the head with the Bible and, you know, that kind of thing. It's really about the walk. And that's where I see this coming together. I am so excited. I mean, 
Folks, I invited 15 people to a breakfast when Bob was in town to be introduced to this. Nine of them showed up, and I'm proud to say eight of those nine signed up almost immediately to be in this. That's how powerful this is and how instructive it is. But uh, I can tell you the first meeting we had back uh, last month, uh, we had 14 people show up. We've already got two new members out of that. And what they all have said, they've been waiting for something like this. And I think this is now God's way of manifesting some things, particularly through this uh, this time that we've been through with COVID and lockdown, to get back relationally. But also, it was amazing, people sharing their hearts, prayer requests, all the kind of things that we went through that Bob alluded to that, that these meetings cover. Uh, it was something to behold. Uh, you know, I wish I would have had a video of that uh, particular event right there because it was terrific. Uh, and the head nodding around the room and people, since that time, we've got two new members also out of that too, over and above that. Uh, so I'm excited to tell you that we're uh, we're getting a, ki- a great kickoff here in Chicago with this group. I'm starting to reach out. This this broadcast right now is letting people know that I'm kind of taking the covers off everything and inviting anybody out there that is listening uh, to uh, get a hold of me. You know, and the best way to reach me is uh, at my my personal number is eight four seven nine two two one four nine eight. You can also email me at r lambert at Samurai, S-A-M-U-R-A-I, G-R-P, which stands for group, and B-I-Z for business. So it's SamuraiBizGroup.com. And I will absolutely positively make sure that you will be in. Uh, you will be in touch with me, and we'll get to have a lot of good conversation about this. Also, anybody that's interested in getting to know uh, either one of these groups that you would want to get, Colleen, how can they find more information out about AFB? Uh, the easiest way for them to find us is just Google Ambassadors for Business, okay. and you'll find us there. Connect to our to our homepage. Uh, you can reach out to me there directly. My email is on our website, and mm-hmm. I would be happy to field questions from people. Um, you know, see how uh, you know. One one thing I didn't mention, I'll just mention really quick. Mm-hmm. Uh, is that there's a lot of churches that are seeing uh, the Thrive Groups meet in their churches, and it's bringing in people who had never previously attended a wow. church. So they're growing churches as as a, an unforeseen result. Yeah, that is awesome. That is, and you can get out there to the Faith Marketplace site also, faithmarketplace.com. Uh, we got a lot of resources out there. A lot of this information is going to be out there on the website now. We're just going to rip the covers off and let you know all about it. Uh, I'm screaming it to the rooftops here, you know. Uh, <laughs> I mean, we might have a revival meeting out of all this, Bob. So, <laughs> Well, listen, I can't believe we're out of time already. I want to thank my special guest today, Bob Wilbanks, the founder of Ambassadors for Business, and Colleen Burrs, who is also the chief operating officer up there. Thanks for joining us for Faith Marketplace Radio, here to inspire, equip, and encourage Chicagoland's Christian business community. Faith Marketplace is on every Saturday at noon, right here on AM 1160, Hope for Your Life. Listen to past shows anytime online at faithmarketplace.com.